Welcome back to the Lovely Craftians. I'm so sorry for our unexpected hiatus. The computer we use for editing and, well, everything unexpectedly died on us, and we had to wait for it to get back from tech support. But we're back now, and a lot has happened in the interim. A lot of our U.S. listeners are no stranger to what's been happening with the Supreme Court and political climate that's caused. The right for folks with uteruses to decide what's best for our bodies has been tossed to each individual state to decide, which means a lot of us now have fewer rights than our mothers and grandmothers. This has been an especially devastating ruling, and it's left many of us feeling really helpless. To help with that, we've put together resources on our website to donate to organizations that are helping that, to help others who may need healthcare or yourself if you need healthcare. There are tips for protecting yourself digitally and at protests and in dealing with cops and just general support from us. Go to lovelycraftians.com slash post hyphen row hyphen resources for more info. Onward to more fictional horrors. Last time, our spooky crew was inundated with calls and texts from family and allies while trying to decipher the notes on Somnia that Esther found in Rockford, with loved ones descending on the spooky crew at such a crucial time. Will this be help or more people to defend? This episode contains adult themes and language and a lot of emotions. Listener discretion is advised. All right, wibbly, wibbly, wibbly about five minutes later when he's thoroughly engrossed in the book and unaware of what's going on, there is a knock at the door. The front door. Oh. Uh. Oh, people. Um. Uh, I'll get it. No, I'll and be right behind you. Okay, thank you. Um. Hello, who is it? Esther. Is that you? And she like immediately rips the like door open. Is like Ozzy? It is indeed Ozzy. And behind her is a very scruffy looking middle-aged man that Casey, you recognize as your Uncle Jackson. Uncle Jack! She like runs out of the door and then jumps on him. Hey, hey kiddo. And Esther Ozzy yanks you into a, a really ferocious hug. And like Esther's just like, big old wide eyes like what is happening you're okay yes I'm I'm so sorry I didn't it was the book no no it's 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 my fault I shouldn't I shouldn't have brought that stuff no 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 no. it's the book burrows into your head and it it does things Uh, I felt like all I could do was leave and I know I should have left you a note. No, or... no, it's okay. I forgot to water your plants, though. Sorry about that. I should have done that. I don't... Darling, I don't give a fuck about the plants anymore. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Let, let's go inside. Okay. So you guys close the door behind you. Lock it up tight again. Here, Here's the couch. <laughs> uh... <laughs> what, what is going on? Why, how do you know? I'm, I'm assuming that's your uncle, right? Casey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god, are we cousins? Wait, that's not uh, how that works. Wait, what? Um, uh, okay. Uh, why don't both of you roll a psychology check for me? Oh, so close. <laughs> oh. Not very close. <laughs> uh, there is a quick look that passes between the two of them. Uh, Esther, I would say given your knowledge of her, go ahead and do it again. Actually, you both can do it advantage. You both know these people, so. Oh, immediately go. got it. <laughs> Seeing the look. Like, <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> Brain yeah, gets Esther, that's, you... that's on brand for Casey, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, in our line of work, we do. Uh, yeah. We meet a lot of people. You know? Uh, it's good to have friends. Yes. Especially ones that can get you off planet. Yeah. What's what's that about? You can do that? <laughs> this is when Jackson, he's initially facing Casey, and then as Esther asks, you can do that, he looks over at her again. Yeah, that's actually, that's why we're here. Uh, oh. Casey, you haven't talked to your dad at all? I can't remember if I talked to them about me getting off planet. You did not. You have not had contact with your parents since the phone call that you had prior to everything going really weird. <laughs> um, no, I haven't talked to them. Why? I'm not even going to make you roll a psychology check on this one. He gets visibly frustrated and he runs his fingers through his hair. You would think that he would have at least contacted you. Is something wrong with them? What happened? Look, as far as I know, they're fine. God, he, he should have called you. What is it? What is it, Uncle Jack? There was a reason that they fought so hard to keep you from the Foundation, Casey, but it, it had less to do with your mom just hating them. I, I think you... I think you should ask your dad about it. Well, I'm, you want me to call him right now? We're on a bit of a timeline here, unfortunately, so... Can you can you please just tell me what's going on? Okay, see, we can get you off planet if you want. We can get you out of this reality. You don't have to be here for this. This doesn't... doesn't have to fall to you. Uh, maybe... Maybe you guys could, like, do a little FaceTime with your parents? Kind of clear the air. <laughs> Look, at, at this point, if we can get you off planet and keep you safe there, we can talk to them after that. Yeah, but... Or... I mean, if I leave, it's not going to make any difference. They're just going to find someone else. I mean, we don't know that for sure. That's pretty true. Do we? I mean, they were trying, but they haven't found another one. It's a gamble, but it's better than leaving you here. And like the paperwork said, they failed to even make one. Yeah, but you said it need the three of us have to be here to. Well, that's a, like an, like another thing we could do—the anti-ritual ritual thing. The what? Um. Uh, we learned of a ritual to stop 
the ritual, but it also requires bad, bad, no, no things to. Yeah, it requires her death, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like a no from us, a no. That's why I'm here. That's why he should have called you before now. I don't know what he's been wasting his time with. It's not like any of his old contacts could help. Whoa. Huh. Secret agent. <laughs> Look, you don't have to do this, Casey. You can you can come with us. But <laughs> she got to like just like pacing around back and forth, just like rubbing her head. But what about Sebi? I just learned how to somewhat control my dreams. I was supposed to talk to him again. I can't just leave him to die. Can he come too? Uh, Would you be able to get him as well? <laughs> uh, the the child of, of my boss's boss's boss? Whoa. Did not know you worked there. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> drama. <laughs> Office drama. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm kind of operating under the radar here, and I, I feel like this is the last portal I'm going to have for a while, so... Let's get... Yeah. Um, cool, 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 cool. What if you did brain texting with Sebi, and we're like, get away, meet us here. And he, like, I don't know, stuffed his bed with pillows and escaped. Why is this kid important? Why? Why does this matter? He could have his brain sucked out, and then this and? other person will go in it. Why is that your problem? Well, future us told it told us it was like time travel. Oh. Um, time. Do you know how hard that actually is to do? Time travel like, texting. You have to get permits for the right organizations and their outer planet and outer reality organizations you have to work with to get that to work especially after what happened the last time time magic happened here and really fucked things up they really put a lockdown on that so um i mean yeah do you still I have mean, the text message on your phone yeah i do i also have it in my other servers as well um uh yeah let me uh i'll pull up uh the screenshots of it uh, here here you go she like hands over her phone Storm is coming. Eggs, egg. What the fuck? Save Sebastian. Face destruction unmatched. I mean, as far as haikus go, I've seen better, but you know, we're not uh, any of us are, are really writers. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't. I don't know this kid. Well, I do. Why is his life more important than yours? Well, I mean, I wouldn't ever... That was rhetorical. It's not, oh. but... Oh. Um. Well, I mean, I think both things can be true, that we want to save Casey's life so and also not end the world in either situation, you know? Like, if Sebi gets his brain sucked out in this bad, um, I don't know thing person that goes in there and is all up in his brain juice like we don't know what their ultimate plan is what if hold it's... on wait a second if casey like turns and looks at jackson how come you don't seem very shocked about this brain sucking thing 
Oh, that's a good question. It's the Judge Foundation. Why should I be shocked about it? I mean, kiddo, I've been in this business a long time. I don't know what they get up to, but I kind of just assume that they're doing the worst possible thing at all times. And um, and and you wanna leave the planet too, Ozzy? Why don't you? Of course, I want to leave this. If if everything's going to shit, why would I stay? Well, it's not our responsibility to take care of this. It's not your responsibility to take care. <sighs> Come with us. You don't have to be here for this. But what about other people? What about you? I don't care about the other people. I care about you. I care about you too. But they've done so much bad. Why keep letting them? Well, if we go, we can just let them eat each other and then not worry about it. We'll be safe. Yeah. But what about if you're saying that we'll... Well, no offense to you, Ozzy, but what about my parents? What about them? What about Glenn's brother and everybody else that has nothing to do with this? We're just going to let some beastly tentacle thing eat them alive? Or like George, he's really nice. He yeah. should also be able to leave the planet. Or like that silly weird guy that's in that science area who like, I don't know, he's like very weird and like he seemed nice. Like I don't think he deserves to get exploded against his will. I mean, I don't know if that's like how this works or if that's like what the end of the world means, but... I don't know. But if you come with us, then the tentacly end doesn't have to be. But we can't... They may not be able to find another dreamer. That's... And then their plan is just over. But in the meantime, we can guarantee that you're safe, that Casey here is safe. But then we can't come back, can we? Well, maybe not immediately, but eventually, probably. Like, your your dad would skin me alive if I just dropped you off at a shack somewhere in the dreamlands and then called it good. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just imagine Jackson just dropping Casey with some bags and gold deuces. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Welcome to Murder Planet. <laughs> See ya. He's dropping her off at college. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. It's the interdimensional bus stop. Go to Halloween Town. <laughs> okay. So, what I understand is there's a little bit of a window of time for the planet bus uh, train to leave the station. And there's a, just a little bit of a window for that. I can hold off until this evening, but that's... We have to go then. This evening. I don't... I don't know. Maybe I, Glenn could have found something in the book. I don't... There has to be... It's here. You have it here. Uh, yeah. 
I can't be here. I what? I can't be here if the book is here. I what? I can't do that again. Because it's all I hear. In the back of my skull is scratching sigils from the book burned into the back of my eyelids and I can't I can't be here again. Um we we can step outside with that help. We have to go. Go 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 where? We we have to go. Just just leave? Alright, well we can't just we can't just leave. Go just take her out to the car. And okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. Come on, Ozzy, I'll, I'll take you outside. Nature cures everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, you and Jackson are alone. Casey sighs and just sits down on the couch and like starts rubbing her head, and she's just like. I just, I just don't understand if all of this stuff was a thing. Why didn't anybody tell me until now? Why didn't you guys try harder to stop me from working at the Judge Foundation? You guys knew who I was and what I was. Why didn't you tell me? Because we didn't know that the cult was that far along. Well, you had some idea of how far along they were. Yeah, now. And you're an adult, Casey. Also, and you and I share this in common, I feel like even if we did tell you no, you would have done it anyway, just because you wanted to prove a point. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true, but... Look, until you called the other night, your dad and I had no idea. He hasn't been in the game in a while, not in long enough to have been keeping quite close tabs on this, you know? I guess we just hoped that it wouldn't come to this. We'd hoped it would have been somebody else. Which maybe that was a little bit naive of us and a little uncharacteristic, but... I don't know what to do. I, I wish that I could just say, you're coming with me. You're you're in. And sling you over my shoulder and toss you in the car and away we go. But <laughs> that might be easier. We have to be willing for this stuff. Bad stuff happens when dreamers do things against their will. Bad, bad stuff like what? There's there's a reason that you have to be willing to do any sort of ritual. There's a reason that you... That we can't just let your dreams go wild. You could do anything. Any, anything. With enough time and enough juice anyway, but... You're more of a bomb than not. <laughs> so, what you're saying is I can just explode this whole shit? Preferably don't. I mean, it's going to go regardless, whatever I choose, if they get me and then I get sacrificed. If they don't get me and I get off of here, everyone else is going to be sacrificed. 
look, I think you need to talk to your dad. And I'll, I'll hold off on going anywhere until tonight. But I want you to really think about it. I want you to really think about how much of this is actually your responsibility. And I want you to think about the fact that you, you have people who love you and we don't want to see you I definitely don't want to see you sacrifice because of those shits, but just generally speaking, I don't want to see you get hurt. I don't want to see anyone else get hurt either. And she kind of like sniffles and like quickly wipes away at her eyes. Look, and there's always the possibility that that nobody does. With you off planet, they may not be able to find somebody to replace you in time. And yeah, it's probably going to leave your friend Sebi high and dry, but does it matter? Can I... These dreamlands, I... As a dreamer, what... Could you just tell me what... This is just a random question, but what exactly is the dreamlands? <laughs> oh... I could be here for a while, but Dreamlands is this sort of between space that people can go when they're dreaming, hence Dreamlands. They're wild spaces, and more wild than you like a nature preserve. This is unfettered, dreamy creativity and horror. You, as a dreamer in the Dreamlands, actually a little scary to think about you could whatever physical limitations you have here you would not have them there you have the ability to bend this reality to your dreams and if you're in the source of dreams i'm not sure reality really even means anything at that point you just make whatever you want happen just out of curiosity is there any way to get someone to the dreamlands not necessarily someone as the two of us are here but I don't know what you would call it I guess whatever exists inside of us the spirit whatever makes a person a person what like punch their soul out and into the dreamlands uh, yeah metaphorically speaking yeah pretty much that I mean I guess you could Hell, you as a dreamer could probably do it physically. So do you think I could grab somebody from their dreams and bring them with me? You could. Um, Non-dreamers in the dreamlands being there physically. It's really disruptive. We're not supposed to be there, physically speaking. So when it happens, I guess you could call it like a beacon. a lot of energy comes in all at once and where the dreamlands are propelled on their own sort of creative magic humans aren't we're fairly self-sufficient living beings are just capable of going on their own so if you're physically in a place that requires some sort of battery you've basically just brought a nuclear power plant into the dreamlands by bringing them physically there which makes you a target. They'll know where to find you. But as a dreamer, 
Do you think I'd be able to protect whoever those people are? I, well, God, I'm afraid to ask what you couldn't do as a dreamer in the dreamlands. So you could make anything happen here. Imagine going to the source of dreams. Thanks. Um, you've given me something to think on. Also, on that note, I need to run to the bathroom real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll bounce over to Esther and Ozzy. <laughs> All right. Esther, get Ozzy out to the car. She is shaken. She's doing a little bit better as she's out of the house. I'm sorry about the book. I don't like it either. Is there anything I can do? Come with me. I want to. But, but? but I'm worried about... I don't know. They've just done so much bad. And I don't think it's fair that these individuals keep getting away with it you know not just this cult but this judge foundation and i know it's not my responsibility but it's like whose responsibility is it how do we stop them from experimenting on people cyril what his his skin was off of him and they were they were keeping him alive and just stuffing him full of that like purple junk powdered by the, the, the insomnia stuff. I'm so sorry. I, I'd hope that you would actually find him. Yeah. Not like that. Yeah, me too. And I'm just... I don't know. I've done a lot of running. I mean, you know. I'm just worried this might be the wrong time for me to run. What if it's not running, and what if it's just a tactical retreat? And then we come back and deal with it afterwards. Why does it have to be now? I mean, that's a great point. I'm not entirely sure I even understand why it is now. Sorry, that was not a question to trap you. That was just a general, like, <laughs> no, she, why is this happening yeah, to us? Yeah, like, <laughs> very, like, you know what? You're very much right. Um, I don't know. Um, like, I, I, I don't have the answers, and I don't entirely understand everything that's happening, but it just, I don't know. Like, n- not just, like, I know I we definitely want to get Casey out of here. She's their number one target, but, I mean, they don't care about me, and maybe that could do a little bit of good. I just, I'm worried about, I don't know, the status quo, like, if, if the Judge Foundation keeps getting to do these things, like sucking this kid's brain out or whatever and sticking some old guy in there like 
what what are we what are we saying you know like we're just saying like this is okay it doesn't have to be okay but it also doesn't have to be your problem i know we can punt this down the line let someone else have it for a bit it's not like i'm super equipped <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh there's a as you say that, there's this little thrum of indignation from the Skester side of the house. Like, hey, you're way more equipped than you used to be. She kind of like rubs her chest awkwardly where she like feels it. Okay, well, luckily I, I rolled really poorly on a psychology roll, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy's not going to notice. Um... It's like, you know, like I was reading this book a while ago. It's um, it's called uh, like on tyranny, and it really stuck in my brain when the the the, the author um, Timothy or something. He was like, most of the power of authoritarianism is freely given, and it's like, yeah, maybe it isn't my problem, and maybe it really isn't anybody's problem. But somebody's got to make it their problem, right? You just consider and just think about coming with us. Yeah. At least for me, if not for yourself. Yeah, it would suck being stuck on this planet while you get to have adventures in, like, you know, I don't know, Disneyland of outer space. <laughs> <laughs> interdimensional moon bucks. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> they probably have like the most secretive secret menus. <laughs> It'll be like, here's your dreamer latte. <laughs> it's like literal dreams. <laughs> but I'm glad you're safe. I wish I could say the same about you. I just, what they did to Cyril, it's just, they could do that to anybody. And they get away with it. They were in a foundation place. Like, I, it was the cult that did it, but they, like, you just think of these things, of these places where they could just hide anybody they want away. Like, who's going to be the next Cyril? Well, perhaps you don't actually need to think about it for the day. I don't know. I'm just juggling with, you know, the consciousness of like, oh, I definitely want to run. My legs are ready. I'm a real good runner, too, you know. Tactical movements, all that. And then I'm just worried, like, could I live with myself? Better to have that hanging over you while you're alive. Yeah. That's fair. I just don't want this to be the last time that we see each other. I don't either. She just like immediately throws her arms around her. 
And it was like, I thought you ran away and I just, uh, I'm trying my best. I did. And I, I want to be a big, brave dog and I, and I meet, I just made not great choices and I want to make better choices. Ozzy's petting your head. <laughs> You've both kind of devolved into this huge cuddle puddle. And it's really not clear who's comforting who at this point, but you're both trying, and she's petting your head. You're braver than I am, Esther. And you may not know what to do, but your heart's in the right place. Even if I don't like where that is, by the way, <laughs> for the record. I'd rather you make the selfish choice, but I understand that that's selfish of me, too. No, I, I want you to make the selfish choice. I want you to go. Because you're going. You got your bags packed. You're going on a little vacation. Got, like, ooh, like, some hottie from the past going with you. And, like, you know, like, I'll have Casey. And it'll be, like, fun vacation. Take lots of pictures. And, you know. And then you'll come back. And... And you better be here when I do. And I'll be sitting. Or I'm coming back in time to get you. I don't care how many regulations I'm breaking or whatever the fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are rules for if not to be broken, right? Even interdimensional ones. Especially interdimensional ones. Yeah. I mean, you gotta start a little trouble on a new planet, right? <laughs> You have to be careful. At least promise me that. I promise. And if you're going to make them pay, then really make them pay. Oh, if... I'm sorry, I mean, when you guys come back, I promise to be sitting atop of a big pile of ashes. I'm going to hold you to that. I'll make a, I'll make a beautiful chair out of it. <laughs> Queen Esther destruction and on chaos. your pile of bones <laughs> I just I don't know just seeing Cyril like that it just can't be allowed to happen again alright well if you're going to do this here she reaches into one of her bags and she pulls out a gun unceremoniously this is just like all of a sudden it's in her hand and now it's in your hand oh <laughs> Hopefully I don't regret giving you that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Just gonna... Practice on some cans. <laughs> um... Um... Ooh. You just, like, are like, oh, here's a gun. <laughs> There's a little back part of your scaster brain going, what the fuck do we need this for? It's like holding it like very curious, like what the hell? Ooh. <laughs> um thank you. I will definitely keep this on me. Safety on too. Don't wanna shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> when did you get a handgun? I'm looking at your inventory. I gave her one. 
Oh, that's right. But did I? That's right. I guess it's somewhere in the cabin, like in the place we were. Yeah, you probably would have given it back as soon as he came. Yeah, or he would have taken it and been like, "No more for you." Yeah, (laughs) because like I remember our conversation being like, "You had the gun. Like, why'd you leave?" And it's like, well, she don't know how to shoot it. Like, sure, she got it. That feels nice. (laughs) But it's like, when you actually go to point it and shoot it at something. Then you're like, what? Very different. Yeah. Everyone's giving you guns. It's like, hey, are you using I'm like, I don't know how. Great. Uh, it's like having a big stick and not knowing how to swing it. Um, yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm probably going to stay. But I'm going to make sure there's something to come back to. When you guys do come back. You can feel her like physically deflate a bit. I'm sorry. You're making the noble choice. I can't fault you for that. But I can hate it. And I do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's nice to know somebody will notice me. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> it's good to be missed, you know? And now it's her turn to just bust into tears. Oh, now I'm going to cry again, too. Did <laughs> I keep getting all these tears in your hair. <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm getting tears in your hair. It's okay, I showered. It's all wet already anyway. (laughs) It'll be great. Maybe, you know, when you come back from your vacay with like an interstellar tan, um, I'll be like, oh, by the way, I'm president of the universe. You know, you never know. Could happen. You you better be. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be a great president. I'll be like, only dogs and cats can hold office. We don't deserve them. They're so perfect. Too good. They make good decisions. Like you, we don't deserve you either. Nah. It's just, you know, if not now, when? If not me, who? <laughs> Sometimes it sucks to think it is me, though. <laughs> but you're my favorite. And I love you. I love you, too. And please get... Even if I disagree with your choice, and I think it's stupid. <laughs> That's okay. I appreciate... I appreciate that. Give me lots of cool gifts. I want space gifts. No, I, I wouldn't just leave and not bring you anything back. <laughs> Give me a, a cool dream-eating cat like Jupiter. <laughs> oh, you don't. You don't want that. You, you don't want <laughs> I know. That. I know. That'd be terrible. <laughs> you should see how big it is right now. <laughs> but think of the Instagram pictures. <laughs> oh, I tried. Jackson didn't let me. <laughs> Uh, spoil sport. 
speaking of spoil sport, I think it's at this point that he's making his way out the front door with Casey right behind him. So, I guess the bubble's gotta pop. We'll still be here until tonight. I know. If you change your mind. Thank you. And Casey, he says basically the same thing to you. Call your dad. I, I will. And think on it. Just gonna like, kind of like, tackle hug him a little bit and like hug him really tight. I'll I'll really think about it. I promise. You'll make the right choice, whatever that is. But please don't make me club you over the head and take you in there, because I'll do it. <laughs> Casey looks at him because she can't tell if he's like joking or he's serious. <laughs> like. <laughs> His face is a blank slate, so honestly, it could go either way. Well, I guess it's like Casey turns around and looks at Esther. We should try and go <clears throat> see what Glenn thinks about all of this. Yeah. Where will you guys be? Do I just call you again once we make our decision? Yeah, you can just call us because we're going to have to smuggle you in. <laughs> Esther's going to like use her sleeve to like wipe her face and slide out of the seat next to um Ozzy but then she like stops before getting out of the car and then like hugs her again and then gives her like a kiss on the cheek and then slides out real quick um okay um well if anything we'll we'll see you off right that's what you do when people go on interstellar travel right <laughs> sure and then he gets into the car in the driver's seat Ozzy has put on the biggest sunglasses known to man Hell yeah. without them being comical they're still somehow fashionable which is honestly the most frustrating bit no one's going to see her crying by god no I was saying all the women in this are fabulous <laughs> as women are yes mm-hmm. indeed and they pull off down the road. Daddy Glenn, what were you searching for? I was searching for turning off dreamerism. <laughs> or- yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we are going to have you use your avatar character oh. sheet for this. Oh, we get to pull it up this time. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. You get bonus boost to the brain juice. And that's going to be be a mythos. I think. Alrighty. Fitty fitty shot on this. Alright, please. Come on, dice. Don't fuck it up. I'm going to take two luck on that to make it 50. <laughs> uh, you can't do that for Mythos. That's like Ooh. the one. Oh. <laughs> so it's uh, your characteristics in Mythos. You can't roll I forgot about the Mythos because I haven't rolled it in a very long time. Um, yeah, we have. We almost never get to use it because no one ever has it. So mad. It's 52. <laughs> <laughs> can I push it? So, uh, yes, you can. If you push it too hard, let's see, it's going to be a hard check, so you'd need to get 25 Fuck. or below. And if you fail you're going to be more Avatar than Glenn. Oh, okay. Uh, I am going to do it. 
Big money, big money. It's hard, right? Like that's <laughs> that's twenty five. Right? No. <laughs> I got uh, twenty eight. <laughs> Shotty off in the distance, just <laughs> no. <laughs> so no, I, I don't get a hard pass. I pass. Okie dokie. Okay, so uh, Daddy Glenn is going to be a lot harder for you to contact. Oh, damn. Uh, so it feels like there was a bunch of resistance and you tried to shove right past it with the book. And you initially feel it with a sigil in your forehead as this very heavy pressure pushing back against you as you're trying to just force your way through it. And there is a breakthrough, but it's a little bit more of a, a rendering effect on the Daddy Glenn portion of your brain, where you feel yourself yanked further into this distance and the part of you that is connected to Haster steps more forward. And that sigil on your forehead is burning it feels more like it's burning with a sort of light instead of with like heat necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's going to be more prominent. And, you know, as Esther has been like kind of fighting against her Skester side of things occasionally, you're going to now be at a disadvantage in trying to go against Haster or the Avatar's opinion of what you should be doing. That's probably fine. <laughs> And yeah, as part of that, it's just going to be harder to get like back to the part of Glenn that really uh, is Glenn. Yeah, and it's the part that sympathizes with his friends. So it's just it's like a hardened version of Glenn, if that makes it easier to try and role play him. Yes, it does. Okay. That's going to be potentially uh, sad, <laughs> uh, but okay, let's let's go. Uh... So, like, I was not able to find information about the dreamers at all? Mm, not on that failure roll, but uh, you do get sort of like a tap on your metaphysical shoulder. Mm -hmm. As you can feel Haster's mind, like, t against yours, like, hey, hey, buddy. What happened? Uh. What do you mean? Just now, what happened? I was trying to find information on dreamers, and I pushed through something. <laughs> I may be able to come in yet. What does that mean? Never you mind, Avatar. Can you tell me anything about the dreamers? What is it you wish to know? Can I make someone not a dreamer? You feel a physical, like, tap, tap against the sigil on your head. It's not quite a flicking, but it's a little bit on the insistent side. And as this is tapping, you feel the spike go in. 
and come back out. What? Hold on. Legs. There are procedures you could do. What procedures? And you get a more clear image this time of... And not too clear because I don't want to gross you out. Okay. <laughs> but it roughly translates into a lobotomy. Okay. <laughs> Glenn would be horrified. <laughs> um, you did ask. I did. All right. Or I can get the dreamer off world, right? If there's still time. Do be careful where you take her. There are hungrier spirits than me out there. Care to find out what's worse? Tell me. (laughs) No, I don't think you do want to know what's worse. (sighs) All right. Okay. As you were, Avatar. The Lovely Craftians is brought to you by Wampus House Production, starring Cassie as the game mistress, writer, producer, Ashley as Casey Jones, Sade as Glenn Bishop, and Samantha as Esther Willows. Need something to add to your podcast queue? We've got just the thing. Hi, we're Chasm Quest. Come with us as we voyage across the Chasm Sea and into a heroic adventure into a new world. The quest is dangerous. I want to ride that sword down his body, like, <laughs> just, like split him in half. Mysterious. There's something about the new lens. There's nothing that can prepare us for what's to come. And very, very rowdy. We lick each other's nostrils. <laughs> Listen to Chasm Quest all one word. Everywhere podcasts are streamed. Now, let's set sail.